Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Comedy Bureau Field Report. Uh, the Comedy Bureau Field Report, of course, is a member of the Believe podcast family, which is why uh, the title of the show on your favorite podcast platform is Believe in the Comedy Bureau Field Report. I would not name my podcast that, of course. Is believe podcast B L E A V a cool way to say believe? So they think. Um, anyways, enough of that. As I say every week, and on to as I say every week, another illustrious guest, uh, Jamel Johnson. Everybody, what's going on? Everybody, what's yep. Hey, uh, thank you. Hold your applause. Co-host of the Airbuds podcast, made one of the first comedy specials in quarantine. Did you break in for that? To the lyrics? No, 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 no. I didn't break in. I didn't break. I didn't in. think it you did, awful. but it sounds cool. Like if you did, right? I mean, I definitely. I'm allowing you to think I did. <laughs> for those unfamiliar, uh, Jamel uh, released a, a special where he just went into one of uh, LA's favorite black box theaters. And just shouted into the void um, with a socially distanced camera person recording. Him well, can I tell it. you? Because I, I just don't, you know, it's, um, it's all Hollywood. It's Hollywood tricks, baby. Yeah. Because that, it was from, uh, that tape was from 2018. Oh, yeah? And I, and so what happened was I had this tape uh-huh. and my guy, my homie, uh-huh. f- we we forgot to mic the audience. Uh-huh. Like I like it's just me, my my guy Dan. Me and me and Dan mm-hmm. make shit all the time. He's right. like, yo, I'll just wrangle up some cameras. We good to go. Mm-hmm. We forget to mic the audience. Mm-hmm. So there's on you could only hear laughs mm-hmm. like bleeding through my mic. Right. So we just had this tape. We just sitting on this thing for like a couple years. Right. And I didn't know what I was going to do with it. And then yeah. it was like, yo, let's just take the laughs out. Right. People add laughs to shit all the time. Sure. Now, the well, that begs the question, though, Jamel. What the hell was going on in 2018 where you just wanted to go uh, in a theater <laughs> and forget to mic the audience? I mean, that, you know, I just wasn't doing anything. I was honestly, that was just uh, feeling restless. I was just like, uh-huh. I hadn't done anything in a while. Yeah. And I was like, man, I just have to record some jokes. Mm-hmm. I just have to record me saying these jokes. Right. And we will just deal with the consequences later. Sure. And yeah. then, you know, the puzzle kind of took a little while to finish the puzzle, but I was like, hey. Were you were you trying like to do one of those things where you just like record, like, all right, I'm just going to do my hour a bunch of different times and we're, we're going to record it, see what happens, chop it up. And then you just forgot <laughs> to make the audience. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, yes. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, there's a lot of forward-thinking material that applies way more to 2020 than 2018. Yeah. It's crazy when you watch it. I'm like, it feels, it, it, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, it, I walked into that on accident. Yeah, it almost makes it make you makes you wonder, like, why did you not call it Profit? Like, the name of the social Profit. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I don't know, man. I just, I got a, I got a weird neck. I would never say I'm clairvoyant. 
Right. But this is shit that happens incidentally. Yeah. Now I gotta ask, um, you are wearing your t-shirt right over your chin, almost like some people try to do when they forget their mask and they go into a store. Definitely. Well, what, what's going on with that, man? Well, it's honestly just because I'm using my uh, my iPhone mm-hmm. uh, headphones, mm-hmm. and I found that the beard mm-hmm. is just a way to remind me not to let the the headphone mic touch my beard. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that's pretty nifty. But how did you even figure that out? I honestly. I don't know. I think, oh, but let me be clear. I do a little weird shirt thing on the side of this. Uh-huh. I think, uh, like, I think I was very influenced by uh, Bazooka Joe. Okay. Remember his homie? Remember his boy he used to wear the turtleneck over his face? Sure. Sometimes, and in, in like pre COVID, mm-hmm. like if I feel uncomfortable, I right. might, I, I start to like hide inside the shirt. <laughs> Okay. And, you know, now I've converted that into uh, something to help with my productivity. Very cool. I mean, it very well could be a character. And recently I was at a show that Jamel performed at outdoors and he started off his set by saying, uh, why do I have to always follow this weird art shit? Uh, (laughs) And uh, maybe this is a way to follow that. Yeah, kind of get into. I I wonder. I I say that stuff uh, out of uh, frustration with how impressed I am. I'm yeah, always like, damn, motherfuckers is out of the box. Now mm-hmm. I gotta. What am I? I'm just gonna just yell at these fools. Yeah. Like they had a whole thought out mm-hmm. routine. That was a yeah. routine, dog. I am just saying bullshit. Right. It feels different. But right. I, I wonder if I could be a character guy. I never really could, tried. Man. I feel like I, I have two ideas for, like, characters probably that you could do. One okay. is that, like, you you do your ver like, you're like a Anthony Bourdain, but it's just, like, you you go to, like, TJ Maxx and stuff like that. And oh, you nice. Just, like, and you, like, you, like, feature deals out of TJ Maxx. Yeah, this is definitely something that's been on the um, the vision board for a while now. Yeah, I got to get into that. Just like ultimate thrift man yep. zone. I would love to be there. Sport yep. division. Right. Or um, like a conspiracy theorist for like stuff that just does not matter. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if there's something about Whole Foods that just has to do with their food and not really any government conspiracy, like I think that's up your alley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They uh, they changed the wings at the hot bar because of a dispute over like a sauce yep. deal. Yeah, like they lost their sauce contract, so they yep. had to scrap wings, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. I see that. I see that, and I I believe I believe in these concepts. Yeah, man. Yeah, and people would be like, "Oh, but that's like, you know, is that's like connected to like the reptilians or and their agenda to take over like the like humans?" Like, no, 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 no. It's just like an argument over sauce. Yeah, just legit. <laughs> Somebody got lowballed at the table, and I heard about it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, man. Uh, you know, those are yours for you to, I hope I can see them at some point. Yeah, but you might, you'll, you'll, you'll be informed. Thank you. Thank you. Speaking of which, so how, how is uh, quarantine going for you? Where are you quarantined at? What is going on with you, Jamel? Uh, I am in Los Angeles right now. I was uh, back home in the DC area for like a month, but now I'm back in Los Angeles and, you know, just in time for smoke and fires and right additional fun mm-hmm. and it's been going okay managed to uh hold down a job throughout this which is nothing short of a miracle and and that is Congrats. a miracle thank you not based off the covid just based off my employment history mm-hmm. i don't know if i've ever uh held a job for this long so right. you know just real happy with Mm-hmm. How, how I'm doing on that front, and yeah, just really wish I could get a haircut. Well, you haven't got a haircut. You know, you can get a haircut in LA now, right? True. True. I haven't looked outside. I haven't looked in a couple weeks, but right. I am in need. It's about done. I'm tired Man, of. Uh, I I watch. So I I have my favorite place that I like to get my haircut, and like there have been these windows where you could get get a haircut in LA. And uh, I, I would schedule the first appointment available and every, like, like probably three times in a row, I'm like, all right, here it goes. Here we, I'm about to get my haircut this week. Newsom would announce that LA County could no longer have hair salons in operation because our numbers are bad. And it's like, damn. And my hair got so long, man. I like, I went, I think I went like seven months without a haircut. Bro, I'm like right behind you. And you know I'm a hat guy too. I can't fit in none of my baseball hats. Oh, no, man. That's not good. It's not good. I don't feel good. Yeah. It's like too hot. It's like, I don't know. I either got to cut it or just hold out till it actually gets cold or get a bucket hat. It's too hot to do scullies. It's too hot to do scullies, man. All the fires are going to keep that from you. For sure. <laughs> you about the bucket hats? Do you like bucket hats? I'm not really. I was, a, I was a bucket hat guy for a while. I was right. a bucket hat guy before I came to L.A. Right. I was a bucket hat guy, you know what I'm saying, 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. Those bet, years. Well, yeah, you rock a you rock a lot of sportswear, so that I think goes with a bucket hat. I just wear too much formal wear for that, and I don't think I look I look good in it. Switch up. If you ever wore a t-shirt, you could crush a bucket hat. Well, the, here's the thing, Jamel. If I ever wear a t-shirt, you should be worried because that means I gave. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say, if I, <laughs> yo, yo, Jake, if I saw you in just like a white tee, yeah. Outside of Lyric Hyperion, dog, yep. I'd be like, man, is he selling crack? What's going on? Yeah, it's either that or it's like, man, we're, no, we're, we're like, we're like really fucked. Like he just doesn't. Yeah, he's not something. He knows. He's, not, he's not trying anymore. <laughs> yeah, don't fold it up on us, man. No, I can't. I don't know how. I don't know how. Well, I'm glad uh, you kept employment and um, you're still out and about, um, whether it's 
actually doing outdoor shows, making fun of people's Black Lives Matter signs on Conan or whatever it is. That was uh, for those uh, who didn't watch that. Watch that clip; it's very, very funny. Um, we'll get into more of what you've been up to a little bit later. Uh, you want to get into some news? Sure, I love news. Great, man, because we got a bit of it coming up. Um, speaking of Conan, uh, Conan, uh, Conan's team Coco has partnered with Audible for an, an overall deal to produce and develop. Uh, audio series, audio specials, docu-series, um, because uh, COVID-19 makes TV production and movie production really, really hard, and it's uh, just easier to do what we're doing and record audio. Oh, I know. Who yeah. knew? Who knew that audio would be the thing that remains? Like, remember before a podcast when, like, it was ter- terrestrial radio. Right. And then, like, MP3s hit, and you're like, radio's gonna die. Mm-hmm. And then it did? Yeah. But then something even crazier came from that? Oh, yeah. I thought podcasts might not make it, but this is forever. We're doing podcasts oh. forever now. Oh, this is podcast forever, for sure. Not even before the pandemic, AM FM terrestrial radio was on on the down down uh, fall because, like, I mean, there were there were stations that just didn't have DJs anymore. They just had a playlist and commercials. I'm looking at you, yeah, Jack no. FM. <laughs> yeah, shit is crazy. I mean, I still listen to the radio too. Yeah, what do you listen? Um, I mean, I'm listening to like um, K Day, K Day for sure. Uh, Power 105 or 106, and then uh, yeah, they love to round it up. It's Power 105, yeah, but it's Power Power 105.9. Yeah, weird. And then uh, you know, the other hip hop station was at 92.3, and then uh, NPR, they Mm -hmm. they play some good stuff. And uh, what's the easy listening station? The Wave. Oh, the Wave is that 94.7 or something like that. 94-7, the wave. The best part is they still have those smooth jazz sounding commercials, but their okay. playlist is very frustrating. <laughs> Why is that? Well, because it's just not, they just play shit that doesn't match, man. Right. They'll play like, they'll play like Shaka Khan, mm-hmm. and then they'll follow it up with like Jason Derulo or something. So it's just like they're mixing pop with, the throwbacks but it's yeah. like it's never timed right right that mean that means seriously nobody's on the dials like spotify's algorithm does a better job of making a playlist than like 94 7 the wave i mean bless their heart mm-hmm. at least they're giving me something and there's also what the fuck is this day i think 102.3 gets up too 2.3. Yeah, I haven't listened. They to play that Steve Harvey in the morning. Whatever station has Steve Harvey in the morning. <laughs> what Steve? What's Steve Harvey in the morning like, man? Oh, I mean, come on. They're you know, it's like they're playing like some like old funk stuff. Oh, cool. And then it'll be like you know, Steve Harvey will read a letter from some uh, lady who like should break up with her boyfriend. Right. And you know, and Steve will be like, "You need hold on, player." You know, whatever. They'll do his thing for like ten seconds, and then right. they'll go straight back to Brothers Johnson, 
mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck they had on. <laughs> More for the the urban adult contemporary than Steve Harvey. Right. I'm there for the vibes. I, I get it. Well, wait, why are you listening to Terrestrial Radio? I'm, I'm sure you listen to podcasts. So you got a podcast of your own, Airbuds. People listen, subscribe, especially the NBA Finals is happening right now. It should be a yes, good, yes, good listen. Right and we now. got some good, all, we got some off-season stuff planned. Oh, yeah? For, for you less basketball-inclined folks. Uh, but, uh, oh, what am I thinking? Okay, so what do we got? Uh, the one thing I know in the chamber is uh, uh, us and Steve Hernandez are going to break down the Lena Dunham, Bill Simmons podcast episode. Okay, okay. So it's just us mm-hmm. plus Steve Hernandez plus Lena Dunham. That's mm-hmm. fireworks. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. We're going to get that. a lot of passion from that guy. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. That's just one thing. You get any, do you tease anything else? What else do we have planned? Uh, well, there's no more hoops. No. But once hoops are back, me and Mike Benner have a one-on-one game scheduled Ooh. that we will be filming. And I am so confident that I could beat Mike Benner one-on-one. Right. The terms of the game are we're playing – I think we're going to play two five. Right. First to five. Right. All ones. Right. And if he, whenever he scores on me, I have to take a dab. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm not a dab guy. Oh, I don't cool. get down like that, but that, yeah. exactly. So mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to beat him 5-0. If oh, I God. take one dab, yeah. that'll swing the game entirely. Oh, God. That's worse than, I remember, you, you know Katie Nolan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie Nolan in one of her, first, back when she was on FS1, Garbage Time, Deep Cut Now. One of her yeah, first segments was doing, um, like running a mile on a track, but each lap she would uh, drink a beer. Nice. Yeah. And the last lap was just like crawling. Just <laughs> She's nuts. trashed. Exactly, bro. If I, if I take two dabs, who knows if I make it out of there? So right. that's compelling. That's drama. Yeah. You know, we got that. We're always watching basketball, anime. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Uh, yeah. I, I would not only be interested in seeing that, but, like, you later trying to describe, like, what you even saw in your head being on dabs. <laughs> yeah, basketball. trying to, like, execute a basketball play. Yeah. <laughs> with... <laughs> With a full frozen orange juice tube yeah. of weed inside of me? Because I'm sure whatever you thought you were doing was either really awesome or really terrible when you probably just weren't even moving like two feet. Yeah, yeah. No, I could definitely see it going that way. In my head, I'm Sean Kemp. In <laughs> yeah. reality, I'm at 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I walked off the court before the game was over. <laughs> the ball's just like bouncing in the background, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thinking you're on the yeah. I'll get, I'll get back to that. Yeah, I'll get back to that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds sick. Um, that's great. So, was that gonna be live commentary for the the podcast? Yeah, I think the move with that would probably, you know, it might be too big to just Patreon it. But right. yeah, you know, yeah. we'll try to get some. Ideally, 
you'd love to get a former player doing uh, the re- the reporting there, but right. You know, we'll see. We'll see what we can pull. Yeah. Well, the point is, uh, podcasts are forever. They're here to stay, and audio production is definitely the way to go. Especially, uh, you know, as people keep getting infected, uh, they had to they had to uh, pause the new <laughs> Batman, the shooting of the new Batman with Robert Pattinson because he got COVID nineteen. Damn. And, yeah, there was a bunch of TV shows in Vancouver that had to take a pause because there were worries that some crew members got infected, and just like, well, if you just record audio. You know, you're not going to really have that problem. Yeah, it's pretty easy and it's pretty good. I'm excited to see what's next. So it seems like they're about to start bringing back like Orson Welles type shit, right? Right. Scripted things. Yeah. I think somebody even sent me a podcast about comedians like basically riffing on like MST3K style somebody reading War of the Worlds. Like somebody would do like read the like the, the, the radio play. And then they would just have comics cut in and make fun of it. Interesting. I mean, because that's where we're at, dude. Yeah, I could. Yeah, we put them shots up. I'm with sure. it. Yeah, I get it. Uh, they're actually they uh, greenlit their first series, which is um, starring the voices of Leah Thompson and Zoe Deutsch, who are a real life mom and uh, daughter duo, and it's like about a mom and daughter switching bodies like you would see in some sort of like mainstream comedy fair. But the thing is, they're not going to get to switch bodies back by just doing a bunch of good deeds or learning anything. Ooh, still stuck. Still stuck. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's their, that's their first uh, series. So they'll be uh, coming very soon. Um, and so look forward to that and whatever Team Coco is doing, especially, I mean, they already got that podcast empire like going with uh, Connor and Brian Needs a Friend, Three Questions with Andy Richter. Um, there's a podcast that, um, like, I mean, they got probably five or six of them. Rob Lowe has one that's on uh, the Team Coco network. Yeah, they're, 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 they're doing it. They're doing it. Um, who knows? Maybe they'll have have you two a podcast for or something. Do you know what would do, what would you do for Team Coco? Do you have an idea off that off the dome? Off the nog, a podcast with Team Coco. I mean, I've always wanted to um, rate chicken salads. Oh, I love that for you, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just me. Mm-hmm. I'm going town to town, right. and so I rate the sandwich. Right. Maybe interview the guy who made the sandwich. Right. You know what I mean? Get personal. Mm-hmm. Very heartfelt. Yep. <laughs> the the human interest angle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is. Me and this dude who uh-huh. made a chicken salad sandwich just mm-hmm. moments before. Right have a very heartfelt discussion. Right. Could That'd be good. be good. That'd be good. I could also see that uh, like attached to sort of like, um, you know, you remember in-flight magazines when we used to take planes? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And how yeah. they would have a recommendation for like the best steakhouse in Phoenix. Yeah. 
like but you doing that but it with you like this place is trash this place is trash <laughs> don't go here Phoenix has got way more steakhouses man yeah please <laughs> yo on a side note negative in-flight magazines mm-hmm. also just sounds funny on its own oh yeah absolutely man might have to just step into that lane mm-hmm mm-hmm I think, I mean, yeah, like, how are you going to just get through the anxiety of taking a plane right now, other than negative in-flight magazines? Man, I got to tell you, now that I've, now that I've been tested, like, mm-hmm. eight times, mm-hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to think I was invincible. Right. Until the flyers got worse. How is your, does it, do you feel like? We live in a smoking section somewhere. Yeah, like a kinda. pool hall now. Yep. All right, I just want to check in with somebody else because I'm just like, why is my throat a little scratchy? I can still smell and taste things, but I got a little scratchy throat now. And it's right. because of the flames. Well, I mean, in addition to that, I my apartment building is uh, kind of old, so it's pretty dusty a lot of the time. So it's like, sure. I mean, it's all shitty. I have an air purifier in my room that goes on all the time for this reason. It helps. Man. Yeah, you're not you're not wrong. And the LA was dusty already. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know if you don't move your car for like two weeks, no matter what time of year, that shit oh, is yeah. dusty. Oh yeah, man. That's man. That I I guess that's you know if you have a car cover that you use. That's like you know that you've made it, because yeah. you you you're at a point where you can give a shit about that. Bro, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, because I'm not quite there. Even if it's like, <laughs> even if you just have the reflective window mm-hmm. cover joint that keeps your seats from getting hot, mm-hmm. that is a level of care that right. I'm not in that tax bracket either. Right. Yeah, man. I, 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 for a long time, my, the, my sort of go-to signifier of be, of making it was like, if you can buy furniture that's not from Ikea or Target. Mm, yeah. Yeah. If you're, if yeah. you're about that West Elm life, you know? Yeah. 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 You got, you got money. Yeah. You could buy a couch that has a phone in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that's easily like two, three. That's like three thousand dollars. Yeah, man, it's such a huge markup. But then the thing is, that shit lasts and it doesn't break. And sometimes it comes preassembled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There are yeah. There's advantages to being rich out here. Yes, there are. Yes, there are. Um, speaking of people having money, Second City. Is up for sale. With the world in such upheaval, you might stop and take a look in the mirror and notice that you're tired. You feel tired. You look tired. I don't know about the feeling part, but there's a way to not look tired. In fact, with Plexiderm, you might even look your best. 
Uh, with Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. It visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, and even under eye bags in minutes and the results will last for hours or what is time. Just as long as you make yourself feel better by looking your best. You can try a six application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit triplexiderm.com and use the code BLEAVE. Again, that's triplexiderm.com and use the code BLEAVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under eye bags disappear with Plexiderm um, and you can stand looking at yourself in the mirror while you're stuck in quarantine. Just straight up, the whole legendary comedy institution, which has venues in Chicago, Toronto, and LA, uh, is up for sale. Damn. How much they want for it? They did not say. But I can I, I, I can connect you a guy. You need a guy? I got I got a guy. Yeah. I mean yeah. I just I at least wanna I at least wanna hear the number. Right. I don't know if they're on like Zillow yet or if that's the angle they're taking, but I think the it's whole <laughs> the whole thing is up for sale. Put that shit on West Side Rentals. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Yeah, man. That'd be that'd be great. Yeah, you have to get a West Side Reynolds password to see if you can buy the Second City. Oh my God! Can I convince Diddy to buy Second City? Oh, dude, that'd be great. Yeah, he, he tried to do a comedy thing like a year or two ago, right? He always tries to do a comedy thing. He had a show on HBO, right? After Def Jam ended, he was like, "All right, uh, what if Diddy did Def Jam?" Right. He had that for a little bit, and then I'm sure he's had some other. No, he tried to do what Kevin Hart did with like. Oh, a, like a special, like a. Oh, a like like Kevin Hart has his own online comedy network. Oh right. Yeah, it was a, a riot. I think it was called Riot. Really? Yeah. Crazy. No. Why would you do that when you've got revolt? Why not just oh, put no, it was stand revolt. up That's on? What it was. It was oh, okay. So yeah. it wasn't. It's not fully revolt. At least isn't fully a stand up thing. No, it's, it's like a stand-up. music thing. No, but yeah. they had stand up on it. Quincy yeah. didn't Quincy Johnson and them. I saw some people had a a revolt uh, set mm-hmm. a few months back. Yeah, what happened to revolt? You know. I mean, I guess they still exist. I think they still exist. I think their big thing right now is they're kind of also mm-hmm. into some podcasts. I think right. they have like, because you know how like a lot of the big shows film. Mm-hmm. So I think they have like the the TV kind of, they have like rights to like Drink Champs. Right. And uh, some other, maybe one other hip hop show. Mm-hmm. That's like, like, all right, when you say hip-hop show, that could mean so many things. What are they? Yeah, sure, there's a range. Are they covering just um, hip-hop in general? Or are they all about the beefs? Like, what? Well, I guess it's kind of a little bit of both. It's mm-hmm. kind of a, a... I'm trying to think of, like, a third example. Because I don't think Joe Budden is on Revolt. But I know it's not just Drink Champs. But yeah. so, yeah, for example... Drink Champs is a show almost exclusively about older rappers. 
it is like a about like it's like a lifestyle show. Noriega is the host. Mm-hmm. He brings on one of his friends from the nineties. Right. They get trashed and just kind of share stories. Joe Budden hey. show is yeah. you know current events. It's like hip hop current events. Sure. Mixed with some some of their own personal stories. Right. That's cool. I uh, I mean, there's plenty been happening with that. Um, I what did they dedicate the whole episode for uh, Megan the Stallion? Oh, yeah, Dragon Daniel Cameron on SNL. Ooh, did you not see that? I, no, I only saw the screenshots. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, oh, yo, I saw the speech. What am I saying? I did see the speech. Mm-hmm. I did see that speech? She did lean on that guy. Right. That I think that was actually the highlight of that episode. I can believe that. I don't know why I haven't watched it yet. Wasn't uh Chris Rock hosting? Chris Rock was hosting. How do you do? How was the how was the monologue? You know, the the monologue it could have done more, man. Like, I mean that show in general, and people who listen to this podcast ought to know that I am very critical of Saturday Night Live because I think I mean it's Lauren Michaels is you know, he would probably never admit it, but um he is out of it oh sure i mean come on you can't there's no way you can be locked in at this point just mm-hmm. you know given the amount of time they've been doing the show yeah man it de- it definitely feels like um second sports you know mm-hmm. like sometimes an organization goes through regime changes sure and this is and this is like what if what if your favorite team Mm-hmm. Had the same coach for, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, fifty years. Yeah, and uh, the answer is not good. Hey, well, I was trying I, to get to the t- get with the times, I suppose, but I have not seen uh, the, this episode, so I can't. My judgment is worth nothing. I mean, you know, it'd be interesting because they they had an NBA bubble sketch that I thought was like, man, that, that needed that was like that needs like a like a huge rewrite. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder how it is, man. No, here's, here's, like, go on. Oh no, I'm just thinking like. So what? How are they writing? Mm-hmm. Are they on Zoom doing the show? Uh, I think you for come the writers, back live. Yeah, yeah, they're doing that Zoom writers room. I think, or you know, I don't know. Well, the interesting thing is, and I guess we'll get to this now because this is another news item I want to get to. So they uh, SNL. Uh, Saturday Night Live uh, returned for their latest season uh, this past Saturday. And um, they had a live in-person audience, uh, limited, of course, uh, limited capacity. I don't think there was more than 100 people there. Um, Through a loophole by paying them. Uh, You can't do indoor uh, uh, in-person shows in New York City, just like uh, in the rest of the country and a lot of the world. but film and TV production is allowed. So they uh, paid each audience member uh, that was attended the taping for Saturday Night Live $150 each. Yeah, that's kind of sweet. Yeah, I mean, they did all the testing and, and made sure people uh, didn't have the virus and whatnot. And it seems, uh, at least thus far, uh, I mean, we're taping this on Tuesday and aired uh, that episode aired on Saturday. So there hasn't been any reports of anything yet. But who knows? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, that's the that's what they they went ahead with because they wanted a live audience. They um, uh, 
the last couple of episodes of Saturday Night Live from last season. They tried to do an all-remote thing where basically everybody... It seemed like film school for SNL. Like, all right, all you cast members and writers, let's just, uh, you get to do your own thing yeah. and do it at and home. Just come back with something. Yeah, let's just see what you come back with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, the other thing about it is, like, generally, SNL, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you've heard this, uh-huh. it's like, like, it's for, like, formative years. Like mm-hmm. it, like the height of me watching it mm-hmm. was when I was in high school, right. and I would say that whatever that cast was right. when I was in the house in high school, they they are the guys. Mm-hmm. You know Which what I mean? Was, like who who are your like three guys in that cast? It's like okay. I would actually say a little bit after I was in high school is better, but I was nonstop watching when it, you know, like tail end of like Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm trying to think, who else used to kill? Uh, I mean, that was like Cherry O'Terry, Molly Shannon, you know, Chris Kattan. That was that era. Horatio yeah, so Stan, they were always Casey Morgan. Yeah. I, and and for me particularly, I'm watching all night for the one Tracy Morgan sketch mm-hmm. that happens every other week. These, <laughs> this is the, you know what I'm saying? That was the highlight for me. Right. Uh, but I stuck in there through all that. I actually prefer like the the like oh wait like the the Sandberg and them. Oh yeah, the uh, like, uh, 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 Lonely Island guys. Uh, yeah. So it's Lonely Island and um. I feel like Taron Killam used to get up, but that's like even later. That's like, mm-hmm. what, 2010, 2012? Yeah, you're starting to get like Seth Meyers is leaving, Cecily yeah. Strong, all that. So that's kind of the tail end, but really, yeah, that, that like Will Forte and, and them. Right. I think that's that was some pretty good for me. What do you think about them doing in person with that like uh, loophole for an in person audience? I mean, I think it's tight, honestly. I mean, probably should be paying the audience at SNL anyway, right? Since the laughs are so important. Oh yeah, but but uh, because <laughs> they're going to do such a predictable show. We're going to do a cold open with the president. We're going to have a classroom sketch. We're going to have a generic talk show sketch. We're going to have Black Jeopardy. We're going to have another game show sketch that has nothing to do with anything else. It's, and that's two-thirds of the show. Yeah, man. So you need some people who are going to hit them cues. And... <laughs> yeah. But also SNL, I mean, if anybody's going to have a crowd back first, I mean, I think that's a big enough show no, to sure. support mm-hmm. having a crowd back right now. And mm-hmm. I guess, you know, New York's doing fine currently. Yeah. Well, I mean, for, for the time being, we'll see. I don't know, man. Like, there are plenty of places all around the world that did, like, a very, very serious lockdown, and everyone took it seriously, and they lowered their numbers, and then they reopened way too quick, and then all their numbers went back up, and then they locked down again, and then they opened back up again. And it's just like, well, is this shit just going to keep happening until we get a vaccine? I think so. I think so. Unfortunately, yeah. I think so. 
Um, just really quick, I wanted to say again, I mean, there's not much details beyond it, but yeah, Second City is up for sale. Um, we don't have the numbers on that, but uh, I mean, it is a legendary in institution and in comedy and a big brand. It's still a recognizable brand. I mean, um, National Lampoon has been uh, bought and sold several times because of the power of their brand, the recognition of their brand. Uh, and so I imagine the same will happen for Second City as to the fate of whether they're going to get to keep their doors open for their venues and their schools. I don't know. And I'd like to say that, that it would be intact, but who knows, man, truly everything's tentative right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Uh, Improv Olympic I closed, will... Cap City closed. Isn't UCB Sunset closed? No, so the here's UCB's deal. UCB closed all their New York venues, and mm -hmm. Franklin and Sunset are open. Franklin, is, they have a sweet lease deal that is, like, um, pretty affordable. And then Sunset, the UCB4 um, bought the entire building. They actually own it, so they don't have to pay anybody. Oh, so they're cool. Yeah, they're cool then. They just, like, and also they, there's no, because nobody's using the building. They don't have any overhead costs right now strong intel see this is why this is why people come to the comedy bureau because you know what the fuck going on we got them tabs open for a reason okay yeah those 75 and that's like that's like on the tail end of my day like all right i'm 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 getting down to like under 50 before i go to sleep <laughs> yeah you want to get it to around 46 or so <laughs> before you lay down right yeah there's uh, well, honestly just as a peek into what my days are like uh, at this time because people are so bad about telling me about shit that's happening. I've had to, I have a bookmark folder of just like all these Instagram and Twitter uh, accounts of like venues and people who like are doing live stream shows. It's like 150 things long. And every morning I just open that bad boy up because you could do that on Chrome you just open all 150 at the same time. Yes. Like and a I, damn accordion. Yeah. And I, I do that. And I, I'm pretty efficient about going through it, man. <laughs> I commend you, bro. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, man. It's it's what I do for the art form. I do it, I do it for love of the game, man. Obviously, because this is not <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, the least lucrative it's ever been. Yeah, man. It, uh, a fallback line when I would go on stage often was like, oh, you know, people often say that comedy is a financially irresponsible thing to do. Try writing about it. Yeah. It's even That's stupider. A, yeah, somehow less likely to succeed mm -hmm. than even comedy. Oh, yeah. Hey, but fuck all that. You made it through, Jake. Look, man, this, this is the Comedy Bureau, damn it. Yeah, it's going to be 10 years old this month, man. Hey, congratulations. Damn, I started 10 years ago. Right? Dude, there was something in the water 10 years ago, dude. It was about that time. It Meltdown was certainly about that time. Meltdown with Joe and Camille just started. WTF was getting hot. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. fired from Radio Shack. Got I got fired from radio. I got fired. I got fired from Radio Shack in like March. Mm -hmm. 
And then, you know, by April, April rolled around and my friends were like, you should check out this mic. And then I went and there it was. Did you get fired because Nick Cannon partnered with Radio Shack and he thought you were too funny? I mean, look, I wish. I wish it was that juicy. I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to try to sell people's cell phones. Because they were trying, Radio Shack was trying to like move into like this whole commission thing. Yeah. And it's like, no, you guys are Radio Shack. People come here for one part, one time a year, okay? Yeah, Radio Shack. People go to Radio Shack because they don't live in Southern California and they don't have Fry's Electronics. Yeah, man. Exactly. <laughs> it's what I honestly can't. It's hard to think of a sadder store in a mall than <laughs> Radio Shack. Yeah, I just didn't have the heart to try to sell people cell phones. I wasn't mentally prepared. Right. Right, right, right. Um, well, that is... Oh, one one last news thing. Now, uh, I I had mentioned earlier, I brought up earlier, I saw Jamal at an outdoor show. Those things are happening. Um, currently in Los Angeles, uh, you, we're not allowed to technically do any of that. But, um, you know, also there's no guidance for doing any of that. And uh, there's no timeline or anything like that. And, you know, I, I think the... <laughs> Is this a nice way of saying it or undefinitely? Well, I think a lot of Angelinos or people in the LA comedy scene are getting jealous that New York is doing what we were doing before the pandemic and they do shows in all these weird outdoor uh, alternative spaces, which is like what was our jam for so long. And um, they're just doing them. And we weren't doing them because we were just on lockdown. And now we're starting to do that. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, man. I was looking at I was looking at some Instagrams like, yo, fuck, I gotta fucking I gotta touch a mic, man. What the fuck is going on? And right. and like New Yorkers got a lot of roofs to play with. And so yeah, they've been going crazy. They weren't using those more often. Just well, like cause they was locked down too. Or you mean in general, yeah. In general, yeah. Oh like God. summertime, you know, get above that smell. <laughs> Fair. It's there. It's there. No one's denying yeah. that. Yeah, there's a bit of a there's a there's a twang. Yeah, man. Well, I think it just get open access to bars. Like bar owners here, back to, in pre-pandemic times, like they not any bar owner is like what a comedy show, really. I don't know. Whereas I feel like in a lot of bars in New York are like, okay, man, you can take Tuesday night at eleven. Just bring your friends and whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, but, they're like. Uh... Yeah, a touch thirstier for business out there. Right. Willing to take more shots. And also New York has more of a reputation mm-hmm. for comedy. Sure. I think it's more of an understanding. I mean, I would say like stand up specifically. Yeah, exactly. Stand up specifically for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But um the thing, the problem I've noticed is that uh, people, there is a, an overall kind of lack of guidance I, on a national level, state level, city level. Um, and a lot of people think that, you know, if you're just doing the mass and you're distancing and you're outdoors, that'll be okay. Um, and then they don't take into account a lot of other things. So... I have put together a set of questions. Like, look, I, I and I'm gonna I'm gonna say 
I've said this before in, in the written versions of this. I'm not an ep epidemiologist. I'm not a government official. So I'm not trying to lay down guidelines here. And look, I know I am the Comedy Bureau, but I actually can't stop you from doing anything and I'm not going to try to. But I think there are some things that people should keep in mind if they're going to go to, take part in, do an outdoor show during this pandemic with a virus that's still just as infectious as it was when it first started. And those questions are as follows. Uh, is the show outdoors? How will uh, people be socially distanced? Will there be signage or distancing slash precautions? Are there measures for contract tracing? What are plans for entrances and exits, both for audiences and performers? Will there be temperature checks? What will the protocol be for face coverings, masks, especially if there's food or drink available being sold? What will the protocol be for using mics, mic stands, et cetera, for performers? Uh, what is the green room situation for performers slash staff? Will there be a COVID officer slash point person checking in on social distancing and masks? What is the bathroom situation? How many will there be? How often will they be cleaned? Is there clear language about accountability in regards to something like getting infected with a virus? Are performers being compensated, especially if it's a ticketed show? So these are the things I'm going to be thinking about if people ask me to list their open mic or show. Because um, I don't, I feel a responsibility in not sending people to things that I think are unsafe. Yeah, that's fair. And mm -hmm. you know, you you getting them clicks. Uh, are you gonna have like little uh, nice icons? Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that. Well, also, like, there, there's a lot to think about now because, you know, covering live stream stuff, the cool thing about that is that I kind of get to cover it nationally and sometimes globally. There's stuff in the UK and Australia that I can tell people about, and I just got to figure out the time zone difference. And that's cool. Uh, but then, like, if you start listing in-person stuff and that stuff, that can get a little confusing. And sure. I, I've, I've given thought of like, you know, there's New York stuff happening. And, you know, while it's relatively a lot, it's relatively not a lot compared to what was happening before the pandemic. And maybe I can get like a handle on that because I am just one person. And it's like, do I want to have like 500 tabs open? I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> Look, 500 tabs. Uh -huh. I it, it made my elbow hurt when you <laughs> said the number. So... Yeah, the only way I would do that is if it like was somehow like um, you know, back in arcades or whatever, like if I just got like a giant like a uh, uh, plush bear for getting that many tabs open successfully. Oh yeah, no, that'd be cool. Like a whack-a-mole like you want whack-a-mole. Mhm. Mm yeah. Uh I already stressed myself out enough <laughs> goddamn tabs. Man, I was blown uh, to the other show. I left my batting gloves. I've been wearing batting gloves on stage. Oh, shit. That, but when oh, I did the show outside, I didn't have right. my gloves. Mm -hmm. Threw me off a little bit. Fingerless batting gloves or? Oh, no, fingers. You know, I'm definitely going for like a Nellyville, Jodeci. Yeah. Kind of feel. Right. Are you? Yeah, I noticed you've been wearing face masks. You say you got the, the, the gloves. Are you feeling safe? What are your feelings in performing outside and doing these shows? 
I feel okay with it just because of my personal experience mm -hmm. with doing one, feeling strange about it, wondering if I was too close mm -hmm. to people, then going to get a test and it coming up negative afterwards. Right. Like I've been in a couple of different scenarios where I was like, okay, maybe I should not have done that. Right. Caught a test. Turns out, okay, true. I was masked last I was on stage mm -hmm. and I was rocking gloves except for that one time. Yeah. And I, I guess it could be done. Right. It seems possible. Right. And New York is four months ahead on us. We got to get on the, we got to get out there, but, but they're going to fall behind mm -hmm. when it gets cold again. And when it gets cold again, and also, I don't know, man, some of those shows, it feels like people aren't distanced enough. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like, I mean, there are hot spots in Brooklyn, man, where uh, they're closing schools back up, which schools shouldn't be open anyway, because kids can't distance. And, uh, you know, it's shown that like, uh, there's just cases that tick up when kids get in enclosed spaces with teachers. For sure. That aside, um, yeah, man, I, I would I wouldn't worry about it too much. <laughs> we'll we'll get back into it. Yeah, we're getting back into it, and um, it seems there is a way to do this. Sure. Without people, right, falling victim. Hopefully. Yeah. Now the comedy store last week they planned a whole week of outdoor shows. Uh, then that got nixed by the city of West Hollywood. Uh, for a, about two weeks, the rooftop. Uh, the parking structure of the Grand Central Market downtown is having shows. Uh, they effectively turned their top floor into a comedy club. Um, and then they got cited by the health department and they're uh, contesting that currently. Um, and I bring up both of those instances because those were ticketed and I feel like that is maybe what got them in trouble or like made them high profile enough for the city officials to pay attention which is kind of fucked up because the you think ticketed is the safest mm -hmm. it's way because you do contact tracing that way exactly it's like now i have i fully not only do i have a solid number of people that i know are here i got their fucking emails too mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yep i don't i don't see the problem why would the city, the city shouldn't be stepping in front of anybody's money right now. If you guys aren't writing parking tickets, mm -hmm. then what's the difference? Back off. Yeah, man. Which, uh, as public service announcement, <laughs> as of October 15th, they're going to write parking tickets again. Oh, sweet. Well, thank this. That's a big time heads up. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> I'm not saying that um, you should forge a handicap placard because that is illegal. But I will say a handicap placard will let you park at meters for free indefinitely and restrict neighborhoods for free indefinitely. And if you were to do Ooh. that, like just don't park in a handicap spot because that would be bad. But, you know, yeah. just like take, I mean, if you were to take the city's money, like in a sort of like, like Robin Hood ish scenario, I know that's kind of a far fetched adjective there, but, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, who knows how bad that would be. I'm not encouraging that, but that is something yeah. that could have been done by somebody. Yeah, I see, I see where you're going with this, in mm -hmm. theory. 
in theory, allegedly. Yeah. Um, I always wonder, man, you know, they, they always retrofit those Priuses with so much gadgets, so many gadgets. Are they really making money off of parking tickets? It's like you got this whole fleet of Priuses. It makes you wonder. It makes you wonder where any of this money goes. Mm-hmm. And all those people are paid well because um, they are hated uh, so immensely. Yeah, that, uh, true. You wouldn't put up with a job mm-hmm. where everybody hated you. That's why I stopped working at Radio Shack. Well, that's why they fired me. But that's why I didn't work hard enough right. for them to not fire me. Wait, do you have a Jerry Maguire moment? At Radio Shack, you like took off. I mean, I thought about it. I thought about it. It was like, you know, there was a. I'm leaving, and like, people are on the floor, right. and I'm like, you know what? I should, I should go Attica mode on these guys right here. <laughs> oh man, I mean, that would have been great. What year would it? What would have that been? That would have been 2010. Oh, 2010. All right. So like, you know, I mean, TikTok wasn't around yet, or Vine, but like. You, it definitely could have been on YouTube. Would have been good on YouTube too. Damn. Yeah, it been I missed a lot of good YouTubes. Yeah, that's for, that's for another yeah, time. You make up for it, man. You got uh, you 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 got a lot in you, I, and I I have no doubt that if you wanted to do even half the ideas that come in your brain, like it'd be great. It'd be gold. Well, you know what? I appreciate uh, you saying that, bro. Hmm. Absolutely. We will, we will see what happens next. Yeah, you know what's going you're gonna get commissioned to like fucking review art. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Something ridiculous. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know what this is. <laughs> what you want me to read the caption? I don't even know who that person is. You think I'm supposed to know who that person is? I yeah. didn't go to school. I mean it's not the unfortunate truth, guys. And if you see me at the Guggenheim mm-hmm. doing warm up <laughs> just don't look funny don't look don't make eye contact with me but see to me that is a compelling art tour i i've i like art i am college educated i do know most of that stuff but seeing your character and narrative art trying to just make it through the day at that, the googs that, yeah that's compelling to me that's drama. And you, yeah. And the one thing I can guarantee is full commitment and effort. Mm-hmm. And it could go, it could go one of a thousand ways. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be great. Just going to try not to say Rembrandt a lot. <laughs> why, why are you abstaining from saying Rembrandt? Well, I just feel like, you know, sometimes I have a, a problem where I'll just grab onto the one reference. Mm-hmm that I have in my mind and I'll just try to put it, you know, just overuse it. It's like, no, you have to put yourself on a three Rembrandt count. Right. That's how you know they'll all work. Wait, how many, keep going how many, to the well. how many famous artists do you know, Jamel? Hmm. Rembrandt. Degas. Oh, okay. I, I mean, Degas. he's famous, but I wasn't expecting that. Degas. Okay. That's two. Picasso. Picasso. Three. All right. Uh, how am I blanking on your boy? Cut his ear off. Uh, Van Gogh. There you go. Four. Um, ooh. Did we already do the cube guy? Who's the cube guy? Picasso, you mean? 
Okay, so Picasso's the cube guy. Yeah. Shit. Do I have another one? See, the fact that you even call him cube guy, that's that's <laughs> that's worth the price of admission, man. Just like, imagine you in like a mock turtleneck and <laughs> in a blazer saying, yeah, Picasso, the cube guy. Yeah, he's like, okay, so, so the cube guy was with them, and then you see how he kind of say vibes a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's great. I kind of want to do it now. Yep. I'm going to send some emails, see if I could get that done. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Oh, yeah, museums will be open before comedy clubs for sure. Damn, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. The art is already distant, distanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of times I already went to an art show, man. It was just like oh, so. Shit. Yeah, you had to you had to RSVP, and then they like you know saw your name on a list, and like then you they did a temperature check at the door. But you think at like most art galleries, like there are not a lot of people checking out the art, you know, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, there was like two other people in a space that's like the size of like a loft that's pretty good i think one of the last things i did in the before times was go to a um art exhibit what's the difference between an exhibit and an installation because this was it kind of had kind of a party energy right and uh to say the um hansky um Mm -hmm. Last name Hansky, but she had these like crazy, like freaky fabric art mm-hmm. uh, things all out. She had like a whole right. room where it's like this, like, you know, abstract. Sure. It, like it took over a whole room is what you're saying. Yeah. But then they had like another like loft, but there was like another room where there's a DJ and there's just like four mm-hmm. people getting hammered. Oh, cool. Oh, and that was like that was like a performance or something. That was part of the yeah, get, yeah. I think that was part of it. But see, it felt different than an exhibit. I'm well, like, there's a I DJ, think, there's yeah. light beers. Yeah. Well, an exhibition, I think, more denotes that it's just not part of the permanent collection. That it's temporarily there at the museum. And then an installation, I think, there's like an active that uh, to me, an installation denotes like there's an active moving part of it somehow whether it's like a video art setup or there's like actual moving parts of a sculpture, maybe, uh. Uh, or there's like people involved in it. Um, oh, okay. I don't know. Like there's something that like it involves more installation than um, hanging something on a wall and that being it. Now I may be totally off base, but I feel like that's what it is in the installations of art that I have seen. Okay. Yeah. No, damn. I also just remember this one time I um I was downtown mm-hmm. when they were still doing shows at the um at Proof Rock Pizza. Right, right, the, right. The, the short, the short-lived Proof Rock Pizza. Right. And uh, there was a art gallery on the street where I parked. Sure. And there was a there was an old dude mm-hmm. with a VR headset on. Facing okay. the window. He's facing me right. with a VR headset on. Oh shit. In a chair. Damn. Hands hands on his knees. Uh-huh. <laughs> staring right at me. Whoa. I'm outside. 
<laughs> and I didn't have my phone. I left my phone at Proof Rock, and I was like, damn it. Oh, I just missed the best fucking eight seconds of the video. That's some real Cyberpunk 2077 shit right there. No, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, man. Shout out to about that old dude a lot. Pizza and Thrash. Were you doing Thrash? Well, I was doing, I, I had my own thing there for. Oh, you like, had your own thing? Yeah, there was like three or four people had a few shows. Yeah, yeah. Mike Trap. And then we Mike changed Trap, it to, right. and then we changed it to Trap Mike. Uh, the last one, <laughs> and then they were like, "All right, get out," right. <laughs> because people weren't buying their uh, overpriced gourmet pizza. I would say that was part of it. That mm-hmm. might have played a little role. Yeah, everyone want comedy's so cool, and then it's like, man, why aren't people buying stuff? Because it's also hard to eat a pizza when you're watching a show. Yeah. I did a comedy show, as you would probably not be surprised by, at a fancy hat store. And they were like, why are people buying hats? He's like, like, what the fuck? Comedy show, man. Yeah, they came here for the show. Now they know your hat store is here. Yeah. That's the best you're going to get. I I was pretty proud that every comedian on the show did get a free hat. Oh, that's tight. That's actually strong. Yeah, it was man, a, I missed out on that. Of their choice, by the way. Yeah, it wasn't. Ah, oh, man, damn, that's pretty great. That's awesome. You, um, Jamila, have you seen, heard, uh, <laughs> engaged with any uh, comedy uh, that's new that you want to shout out? Um, doesn't even have to be actually new. It could just be new to you. Um, kind of no, that's not true. Just all the homies who uh came out with stuff this year. Oh, I mean, that's actually a lot of people, yeah. I know a ton of people. Uh, Chinadu, uh, Unaka, mm-hmm. uh, he had a thing. Uh, did Rob Hayes come out with something? Uh, I've been trying to get into some uh Instagram guys I like. Uh, shout out to the uh. This this cat out in Baltimore, Young Joby. Young Joby, is that Young is Joby Young has, uh, no, that's just the handle. It's like, I and it's also yeah, yeah. I, I like sometimes I like forget that jokes even exist. Uh, <laughs> Y-U-N-G J-O-B. He's got some funny shit on there. Right. Uh, what's something else that like makes me laugh? I mean, honestly. My life has just turned into laughing at Josiah Johnson videos. Okay. Like every like everyone else who watches basketball at all, all we do, all I do is just wait for him to put up another perfect 12 seconds from Boys in the Hood describing mm-hmm. how Eric Spolstra looked mm-hmm. during the game. Mm-hmm. And they always make me laugh. Right. Hey, look, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. No problem. Hell yeah. Yeah. I will say I accidentally, I think I was going on a bit of a YouTube rabbit hole. I did um, watch a bunch of like, like a, like a super cut of missed free throws. And that was very funny. Oh, I mean, come on. Airballing. A free missed... throw? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I like when a dude, uh, there's a really funny one of a guy airballing a free throw, mm-hmm. super short. And he missed it so short that yeah. he got scared. 
<laughs> like he thought the ball was like gonna come back and hit him. Uh-huh. Uh, that's that's a that's a good little clip for you guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll I'll link to all of that. Uh, the new thing uh, that I would shout out is uh, Michelle Buteau's uh, first, I would say, very long overdue hour special on Netflix, Butopia. It's great. Um, I wrote about it as a uh, sort of celebration. Um, I mean that it, Michelle has such a celebratory vibe about her. She always has. It truly. I mean truly is like a party whenever she's like performing and it's really really great um i would i i would have to look into this but i would credit her with uh making the word trust into a slang term mm. you ever hear about hear that where she'd be like yeah no you should do it like this trust oh for sure i mean you know I think that's it's a Michelle rare, thing. but i like that yeah I haven't heard that in a minute I feel like sometimes, like you might have heard that, like mid '90s. Right. She's bringing that back. Yeah, and she brought it back for a minute, but uh, yeah, it actually doesn't come in the special. But Michelle's really, really great, and that special is really great. Um, I would uh, recommend people check that out. Um, what else has have you been doing in quarantine? <laughs> Have friend or foe uh, supposedly dug up from 2018? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Out on Vimeo. Is it still five bucks on Vimeo, friend or foe? Yeah, yeah. It's still up. It's still five bucks. Maybe yeah. I'll just make it free. Who cares? Uh, yeah. I ended up. I like donated all the money I made from it. And to to and where? Uh, where did we send that though? Uh, it was. This was like early in the protest, so it was like the Minnesota. Oh sure, uh, bail fund. Right, and then um, oh yeah, Freedom Fund, Minnesota Freedom Fund. I think that's what yeah, it was yeah, and then we yeah, and then we sent it some to um. I don't know. I gotta ask Dan. All right, somewhere in L.A., but we just picked a few spots and kind of divvied it up. Even what like L.A. Food Bank, L.A. BL, uh, Black Lives Matter, L.A. Downtown Women's Center. Yeah, it's like all running. So, like, we donated the Airbuds Patreon dough to uh, the food bank and the women's center, and right. then oh, I guess I that's right. Oh my Bo- God. Yeah, it's like we just—it's just the the dough is going all over. Oh sure, yeah. No, I I mean I'm all I try to give a people a call to action every day uh, on the bureau. As I mean, just you know, people are in need and there there's things that, to be done. And often that is just like shouting out an organization, you know, like, hey, they give them money. They're doing great. Or like, pay attention to this, you know. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of L.A. stuff. Uh, Downtown Women's Center is very popular. L.A. Food Bank is very popular. Uh, supporting Nithya Raman's campaign uh, is very oh, popular yeah. right now. That's really. Oh, yeah, I did a D.C. thing for uh, Award 9. Mm-hmm. I think uh, John Wall had a foundation where he was um, like uh, getting together some housing funds for oh, people yeah. in Southeast over there by the new, the Wizards made a new practice facility right. uh, like in Anacostia, which, you know, is the hood for right. those in the know of DC. Mm-hmm. And like, just like 
like they they dropped a crazy stat on me like um like people are spending like like 60 or 70 maybe even 80 percent of their income on rent Mm -hmm. and i was just like damn damn yeah uh, it's not that high percentage wise for uh, Angelinos, but it is something like it's definitely, I think, over 50% of people here, like the majority of their income goes to rent. Yeah, uh, the rent system is pretty disgusting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, do what you can if you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, here, here's, I mean, I, th- this is now not even just a comedy stance. I think this is just my general philosophy. If people have what they need to live a decent life, um, you get r- rid of a lot of problems. Yeah, no. I mean, just like- across the board, man. You want to talk about like illegal immigration, like and like people coming across. If people had what they needed and where they came from, where their families are, where they're sending money back to, then they wouldn't come here. The problem is they where they lived is terrible. Yeah, and part and chances are we played a hand in how fucked it is. Mm-hmm. And that's it's, it's a crazy cycle. It's a crazy cycle, man. It's a crazy cycle. But uh, okay, so you've been uh, giving Airbuds money, your special money to charities. That is great, very commendable. Um, you've been, uh, you got to be on Conan, like you got to yeah, yeah. do your podcast as the NBA bubble is a shining example of what sports should be doing, as was the, the Titans and the Felt Patriots good. have in, infections because they refused Jesus. to do a goddamn bubble. Oh. And, you know, hopefully they make it through. Mm-hmm. I know early in the baseball schedule, mm-hmm. they were having some of the same problems. Mm-hmm. And they got through it, thankfully. Hopefully the same happens for these players. Mm-hmm. Now, if the the owners of these teams mm-hmm. happen to uh, get sick and mm-hmm. you know, maybe had a little more trouble getting out of the woods, right. maybe I don't mind that so much. Sure. Just generally speaking, right. you know, over the best. And, you know, the the, the bubble, did. it felt good that mm-hmm. it got off without a hitch. Oh, yeah. Because that was like, you know, the first big worry. It's like, oh, my God, we're we doing this too soon. But, right. Yeah, there's, there's a way. Yeah. And I got I give them credit, man. Those games feel like a normal game. Like, you you know, they showed a close-up of the virtual, like, audience. Like, oh, okay, that's a little weird. But it sounds and feels like. A normal yeah. game. And the play is uh very good. Yeah. They didn't they didn't come out super rusty. Yeah. Uh and this is a finals game. Extra points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. The, no, the NBA also benefited from they had played a majority of their regular season already mm-hmm. before things got shut down. So dudes were kind of just focused on working out, just expecting basketball to come back at any moment anyway. Right. So uh, they came back, and it looks good. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the finals are being played in a neutral location isn't that strange. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem like Miami even has home court advantage, even though they technically do. Yeah. And I think it's good that the Clippers lost. I think the first time 
that the Clippers and Lakers play in the playoffs should be in Staples. Sure. I think that's how it's supposed to be. Oh, yeah. And this was God intervening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So how has that made all of uh, doing comedy in quarantine for you? And your um, I would say a net positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, like not super positive. It's mm-hmm. nothing that I'm not like, oh, God. Was it a lot of people valleys of like, because a lot of people are just, you know, they kind of, you know, they just took time off because they they didn't feel like being funny. They didn't know what to do. They were like, I I can't do the Zoom stuff or Instagram live. I don't even feel like I want to try. I think I just want to watch a bunch of documentaries and pass the time and collect unemployment. Yeah, I mean, up and down. Because when it first jumped off, I also had an EP come out to like, so the EP came out like, Mm -hmm. Uh, probably like a month before everything got shut down officially. So I'm kind of, you know, I went, I was like feeling good about that. Mm -hmm. Then the world ends and I'm like, ah, I don't want to talk about this right now. Mm -hmm. And then kind of, you know, like a month of, a month of law and order later. That's what you, know, you call like, it time. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> a month of straight law and orders later. I'm like, but all right, let's call, you can't call it out. special victims unit. It's like law and order, like, yeah, the cops are bad. Yeah. It's I and God, the cops and the SVU cops are not good. <laughs> they are a little they're a little rough and they play fast and loose. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like they the the exactly. Peaks and valleys is perfect. Because mm-hmm. the peaks are, I'm like, all right, it's been a while. Let's figure something out. Mm-hmm. I hit up my guy, Dan. We make a thing. Mm-hmm. It feels good. Yeah. Then back to Law and Order for a while. Right. Then, you know, we come back from that. Mm-hmm. I do a Zoom show for Clorox. Right. Finance department at Clorox. That, apparently that was a time. hot ticket, man. I'm, I'm hearing about this Clorox show in the street. Oh, you, oh, you caught that? Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't invited. I didn't get to see it, but I keep hearing about it. Ooh, baby! <laughs> yeah, that was fun, dude. A, a, a corporate live stream for Clorox is. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Put me anywhere. Put me anywhere. I'll make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> do you do you do you got a Clorox joke that you wrote for them? Not at all. Oh, good. I just how the I just said S. E. Johnson wax a couple times. Right. We got to do the parents, these, right? If we got to do these corporate live streams, I think that's got to be tiered, tiered pay. Like, oh, you want you want company specific material? Okay, that's going to be a, a further negotiation. Yeah. Tack something on. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. It's like asking for an extra good cameo. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, are you on cameo? A lot of comics have done that. Nah, I'm not popping like that. Mm-hmm. Although I think that could be a route for like, like, I, I imagine your cameo, like if you just did like reviews of people's shit. Could be interesting. Yeah. Review cameos. That could be fun. That, that actually does fun. sound fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some people, I don't, I personally don't, am never like that, but some people just love to be roasted, dude. I know. This this the foundation of this whole shit, which is insane. Yeah. People just be like, oh yeah, yeah, no, do me now. Like, what mm-hmm. are you talking about? 
Really? I, I don't, I'm not like a mean person. Like, I don't know why you want me to be mean to you. Yeah, I, what if I can't? <laughs> right? Um, do you, are you looking forward to anything? Uh, I mean, these outdoor shows are happening. I'm assuming you're going to be doing more of them. Um, like, what, what's, what's the game plan looking at for the rest of this year on to 2021? Uh, shit. Uh, uh, mainly survival, baby. Yeah, I feel that. Look, look, uh, looking forward to voting. Oh, sure. And, uh, looking forward to that. Uh-huh. Am I going to go in person? I don't know. I think I might have to vote early this year. It's the first time I've ever done that. And I always say I'm not going to, cause I don't want any flim flam to happen. Right. But, uh, you know, this is California. And right. I, I think, you know, luckily we're in a, uh, you know, we're in such a Libby zone. Mm-hmm. I think they might, they might count my shit twice. Oh yeah, for sure. So, you know, Hey, yeah. and, and I think the lines this year are just going to be nuts. Yeah. No, I voted early in 2016 um, in person, which meant I had to go down to Norwalk to where that's where the L.A. County Registrar Recorder County Clerk's Office is the headquarters. Okay. Uh, Get some barbecue down there. Maybe I'll go get some barbecue. Yeah. You can actually if you want to vote in person and if you do that, you know, wear your mask, stay distance, all that jazz. But you can do that right now. Uh, if you want to be extra, extra certain that your vote will be taken in person and count. I might get into that. Thank you. Thank you for that too. You're welcome, man. You know, I'm, if I'm here for anything, it's to be a source of like very helpful information. So much appreciated, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So voting, are you going to go back to, I'm assuming you recorded a special in 2019 that you didn't release. <laughs> yeah, maybe, you know, you never know. I got some tricks in the, in the bag. Yeah. I, uh, I taped a thing with some friends when I was back in DC and, um, trying to, uh, you know, make sure there's not a sound fiasco on this one. <laughs> so, you Wait, know, maybe we'll see that. There's a sound fiasco. Yeah. Detail that a little more. Well, you know, it just I might be referring to maybe forgetting to mic an audience mm-hmm. for for a comedy taping, sure. and maybe you know losing sight of the fact that laughter is one of the more important parts mm-hmm. of uh, taping this this right. medium. But uh, you know, this, this is like some a live music thing, so it's like a little yeah. extra, couple extra bells and whistles. Cool. Uh, I had this show in D.C. called Romaine and Lettuce. and um, oh, fun. So look out for a Romaine and Lettuce project. Maybe that'll be the thing. Yeah, look out for a Romaine and Lettuce project at Broccoli House on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That just sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, we got produce of all varieties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any, any, <clears throat> any word on, uh, on that Spanish language television? station for oh baby i mean i'm probably 20 years away from that but uh if i could pull it off Mm -hmm. i'm i'm for damn gonna try to just get the ball rolling on that i don't even want full credit on on anything like that i just want to kind of right i just want to be there when the papers get signed cool yeah i'm just asking i'm just trying to cover all your bases man you got multitudes (laughs) 
I just want to make sure everyone's updated on all of, I mean, that's what this podcast had to become. It's just like, how is comedy happening in quarantine during this pandemic? What are people doing? Yeah. You know, the fact that you're even going outside. I mean, like my neighbors, uh, just three weeks ago, they went to their first drive through for food and all of lockdown. That's where some people are at, man. Man, I was going to Wendy's. And then they then they knocked down the Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Wendy's on Vermont Wait. is closed till like November. Yeah, that ain't right, man. That that yeah, Wendy's that in Los Angeles comedy, that Wendy's on Vermont served so many comedians who got out yeah. late after shows. The bathroom is so clean. Mm-hmm. Consistently clean. And it's just, you know, it's open till two. Yeah, they just know what they're doing over there. Mm-hmm. We, we await your return. So I'm looking for the return mm-hmm. of the Vermont Wendy's. Oh, yeah. I'm looking for that. I got right. my guys Romain and Lance. I got a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and my guy Dan, uh, his name is Dan from LA. We also have a podcast, uh, a football show uh, sure. called Sorry We Love Football. Cool. Look out for that. Mm-hmm. I'm also tweeting very manically. Yeah, where at? At at nonprofit comic on Twitter. Great. Check that out. Cool. Broccoli House um, on IG. Yes, yes, broccolihouse.com. Yeah. If you don't feel comfortable spelling jameljohnson.com, same <laughs> site. Right. People not <laughs> That is one No, nah, this is just a safety net cuz you know, yeah. somebody you could spell Jamel a thousand ways if you feel like it. Uh, sure. I will say it is one of the cruel pre- pleasures I uh, enjoy at open mics to see where open mic hosts reading level is at. Because sometimes they can't even read the name Johnson off of a piece of paper because uh, they can't read. <laughs> it's, that's real. It's, it's real, man. It's, <laughs> it's so sadly, sadly real. Um, that's great, man. Uh, friend or foe was a really uh, great special. I think it's just inherently funny that Jamel um, is yelling about stuff and there's no audience. Or uh, I'm sorry, there was no audience mic. It's just, it's just still funny. It's yeah. Just- no. See, it's you know we 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 just went the other way. And uh, mm-hmm. shouts out to Nolan, mm-hmm. uh, for Fabricius, mm-hmm. Fabricius. Yep. I don't know if there's an extra eye there, but Nolan, my guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, who did the sound for me on that? Dope, man. Yeah, no no one's a yeah, he's uh another in in comedy guy that I miss seeing around. For sure. Yeah. But um that's on Vimeo. All this will be in the show notes, uh for sure. Um anything else you would like to uh plug at this time, man? Yeah, cuz I think we're about there. Uh-oh. Yeah, no, I think we did it all, man. All all 19 of my things mm-hmm. we've discussed. I want to plug the Comedy Bureau, man. Oh, thank he's you. Keep, he's keeping you all up to date, man. Yeah, I'm trying. I am trying. I'm actually, you know, I'm doing like, I'm in, I'm actually like a bureau now in that uh, I'm like investigating, like, you know, I'll go to this mic or whatever, like, well, all 42 of you motherfuckers signed up and like only half of you were in mass. Nuts. I knew this is stupid. I knew this is stupid. <laughs> you walking into the fourth wall with a flashlight. Like, hey, what are y'all doing here? Yeah. People just like uh, like huddling up and just like breathing on each other. They're like, what is this a bit now? 
It's like, is it, are you doing TikTok challenges on stage now? Shit is real. <laughs> yeah, man. I just don't, I don't really want to send people the things that it's like, uh, this is just seems like a bad idea. Um, thank you very much. Uh, please do, in, uh, do indeed support the Comedy Bureau. There's a GoFundMe. There's a uh, Patreon, uh, which is actually the most helpful, and a Venmo if you just want to do the, you know, you're about that Venmo life in uh, just one time. Um, you know, I would say there's so many more great causes to support before that, some of which we had named earlier, uh, just a few For minutes sure. ago. But if you have money or generosity after that, uh, please support the Comedy Bureau because uh, I need it for livelihood. And it's really easy to get uh, disqualified on a certain week of unemployment if they think you make too much. Um, the Comedy Bureau can be found at thecomedybureau.com, at the Comedy Bureau across platforms. I'm Jay Kroger. I created the Comedy Bureau. You can find me on Twitter at MFJ Kroger and on Instagram at not the supermarket. Um, this, uh, you know, I hope everyone is staying safe. And do you have anything you'd like to say as we uh, sign off here, Jamel? Um, just uh, uh, enjoy every moment you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, truly. Um, I would add that, like, hug your loved ones, but you probably aren't allowed to do that right now. So, sorry. Yeah, Sh share love in, in new and safe ways. Right. Uh, feels uh, good to give uh, as much as it is to be returned. To, to be, all right. Yeah, that's, that's a new one. I guess. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say received, but yeah, to be returned. Yeah, I agree. yeah, yeah, no, return my love back to me. Mm hmm. No, it like, works. Uh, it still tracks. Yeah. It still tracks. Customer service. Mm hmm. I keep, keep the tags on that. Bring it back. <laughs> oh, man. I can't count the number of times I've actually seen people uh, do that in real life and it never uh, stops being funny. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. Well, really, you just got you got that from uh, you got that from Uniqlo today, and you're gonna bring it back tomorrow. Absolutely, I let everybody know as soon as they see me, so they don't touch me. <laughs> don't get near me. Right, this is going back. Right. Uh, as I like to say at the end of every episode, uh, comedy is indeed still happening, and as the great Brody Stevens would say, enjoy it. Comedy Bureau Field Report is recorded, produced, and edited by Jake Kroger. Music by Brian Guineo. Artwork by Andrew Delman and KT. And part of the Believe Podcast family. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.